Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the cutest little toucan this side of the jungle? Mm, Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I am wonderful. You are wonderful? Brand new internet that I got. (gasps) What? What do you mean you got new internet? Well, I guess it's not a new internet. It's the same internet, but revamped. So they... My fucking alleyway is built on like a natural spring. So there's this huge, essentially sinkhole underneath my alley that I have to drive over. And, uh... It, it continues to just like crumble into disrepair and they come and they fill it up with asphalt and it packs down and then the cycle yep. repeats itself. But, um, yep. So the internet cable that laid underneath there, I guess when they tore it up last, they were like, we're going to tear out this internet cable also and fucked all that up, shit up. So, um, wait a minute. Was this when you lost your internet for like the day? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. So you didn't know you was getting an update, I guess. I, can you call it an update? I don't know. You 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 said it was revamped. Okay, so they they came in and they like, you know, put new internet in, and they were like, "What if we told you, you could get a couple of cell phones for real cheap?" So, okay. AT and T has switched us over. Now we have gone to the dark side. We were on T Mobile for the longest time, but uh, I mean, they, I'm on AT and T, so. Yeah. Yeah. They swiped us over and I have officially become a child of the Samsung S20 Plus. Dude, okay. You want to know? <laughs> do you want to know something? Okay. I was going to ask you if you had one. Why? Because we were texting the other day and Samsung phones can see when each other's texting and when they're delivered and read. Oh, yeah. And I saw you writing to me, and I was like, (laughs) I gotta ask her if Google phones do this, because that's new. Yeah. That's funny. I was gonna ask you. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't. That would have been like, That's (laughs) amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so so you got a 20. Yes. Okay. Uh, Um, Normal plus ultra? Plus. Okay. So my initial thoughts... Uh, the screen is hang on, really... Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta crack this so I can just, like, sit in wonder and okay. listen. Yeah, let's enjoy oh, this. Alright. So, the screen itself, I feel like there are more colors in it than there were in the Pixel. So I had a Pixel 3 XL and I've upgraded now to the Samsung S20+. Plus. Um, okay. I don't know any of the specs on either of these. I'm just gonna tell you, like, my feelings and my soul. <laughs> so I so feel like... I'm I'm going to look up the question that I have in my mind and I'll so so basically you tell me the things and I'll tell you why they are that way okay (laughs) so the colors I feel like are really sharp and vibrant like 
like things are clearer now. It's like before I hadn't cleaned my glasses in a while and now I'm like crystal clear, you know? Google phones didn't really have an OLED screen, but these ones do. That's why the colors are just like, pow! Okay, all right, science. <laughs> but uh, they're more susceptible to burn-in, and I've only had oh, this no. one since since uh, January, and I'm already seeing mild burn-in. Oh, no. Okay, so I'll be, be aware of be, that. Be very careful. And I've even been keeping, like, like the brightness down super low. Man, I just want to crank this brightness up because it's so pretty. Those I colors. Know, but, but damn it, you're going to burn it in. I know. Yeah, so it's very colorful and sharp okay. and crisp and wonderful. Um, the camera, uh, it stacks up. I'm going to tell you that because like that, I've said it before. I'll say it again. That's my most important feature in a phone. It has to have a solid ass camera. I have to be getting good photo quality out of it. And I'm taking, I think, better photos on this than I was in the Pixel for sure. I would only say that because it's just a newer phone, probably, yeah. than your old one. But also, question then, because I started messing with this the other day, thinking, like, maybe this is why Kelsey's so about the camera. Do you use the pro mode and, like, change the aperture and the shutter speed and all that stuff? Or do you just, like, tap your cat's face, it <laughs> auto-focuses, and you take a picture? Yeah, I just point and shoot. Okay, because I, I was, like... Maybe she's right. Maybe I'm not getting the best picture. So I started trying to take a picture of Toast with the pro thing. Yeah. And I was like, maybe this is how Kelsey does it. Because the picture's better, but this is a <laughs> lot of work. And I don't want to yeah. do this. No, my cats don't sit still long enough for that. Okay, so. cool. Um, okay, so so even just point and shoot, it's taken good pictures for Kelsey standards. Yes. Okay, good. That makes me feel good. Yes. Uh, as far as, like, the feel of the phone, so... This makes me so nervous because, so I have the new phone now and I had to order a case online and it's not going to arrive for like a while. (laughs) So I just have this like bare slippery phone. (laughs) And can you tell me like why in the world when, when they were making phones, when they're making these tiny $1,100 computers, why did they decide let's make it out of like wet glass? Like why, why did they go with that decision? I guess because... It's easier to move your finger over the screen and people like that. But like the back of the phone? (laughs) Well, okay. So I will say I had a case waiting the day that I got this phone. So I almost never held it normal. It's like, you know, those, uh, you know, those tubes are like full of blue liquid and glitter and like little fish sparkles. Yeah. And they, you like shake them and they just kind of like, like it, it looks like a butthole, but blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like holding one of those. I'm just okay. scared at all times. I'm gonna drop it. What color's your phone? I wore I wanted the blue one so bad, but they were out of the blue one, so I got the, oh, the black one. Okay, because I got the blue one. Yeah. So the case I ordered is clear with sparkles, so it's gonna look yes. like a galaxy. It's gonna be so That's pretty. Cool. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Um, but yeah, holding the phone, uh, it's it's thinner and taller, and yes. has less heft to it so it doesn't feel as meaty as holding a pixel i will say i i mean i've heard that people like to hold the pixel because it has that more heft yeah i feel like they're holding it yes it's it's got a good weight behind it yeah but i think once you put a case on this it'll probably feel pretty good i hope so did you get a screen protector no okay it comes with a glass one pre-installed on it oh really yeah, so you don't even need one. Hell so I, yeah. I was going to say, if you've already put one on, now you have two. <laughs> okay. 
so we wanted to switch to glass ones because we've always done like the plastic ones. Yeah. And stew, so big beef stew, mm-hmm. was like, I hate those because when you rub your finger on them, sometimes it'll like stutter because like your finger catches. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So he's like, I like the glass ones because it's so smooth, right? Yeah. Well, this one has it pre-installed. Yeah, dude, it's so smooth, right? It is very smooth. Well, yeah. over 4th of July weekend, I put my phone on the nightstand. I went to my parents, right? Uh-huh. And I took Toast with me so he wouldn't be alone. I put it on the nightstand, and I think in the night he tried to walk on the nightstand. Oh, no. And slipped and fell. Because <laughs> there's baby. like a giant line all across my phone screen now. Oh, no. And I'm like, this was the pre-installed glass. I didn't have to do it myself, and you fucked it up, boy. <laughs> I'm so mad, but I'm I'm not going to change it. Because yeah, the glass I'm... ones are hard to put on. Yeah, I, I can feel at the edge of it, like, where the thing stops, and now I'm, like, trying to peel it up. and I'm not No, don't do it. it! I know. If you... If you if you look where the little cutout is at the top of the screen, yeah, the you can hole. see yeah you can see where the case or where the cover kind of stops and has the circle around that. Yeah, that's how I knew there was one on it for the first time. And I was like, "Is there a thing on here?" They were like, "Yeah, they already come pre-installed." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yes, man! This one is thing great." I- fucking keep doing though i keep looking for the the fingerprint sensor on the back where the pixel had it so i'm just like yeah. molesting my camera and just like what is happening well i mean these used to have it on the back too yeah it's true i mean that's where you just intuitively put your finger to unlock your phone yeah. but i guess this like ultrasonic one in the in the middle of the screen there it's it's a good place to have it also so so you do the fingerprint one yes okay do you do can you do your thumb you can do as many fingerprints as you want. So I've got okay. my left and right thumbs and my pointer finger. Okay. I mean, I don't have mine locked because, you know, I don't have anything on it that I really care about. I use I it to watch YouTube. You. So. <laughs> what is, what, what are they going to get? They want your phone number? Okay. But You'll like, just block them. Aren't you like logged into shit? I mean, not really. You weirdo. Nothing that like doesn't require an additional login. Okay. Like... Like, I can't just, like, click Wells Fargo and it, like, go to my bank account. I still have to, like, log in, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they can get on my TikTok. Maybe they can make some for me. That's fine. <laughs> they can look at the pictures on my, like, not, like, I don't really do money things on my phone. Yeah. Like, I don't money have things. PayPal on here. Well, like, I don't do, like, Samsung Pay and stuff. Yeah, I like, installed I'm not about that. Samsung Pay. I mean, I guess it's just, it came on the phone, so I... Yeah, I... I opened it and it was like, do you want to sign up? And I was like, I guess. So I did. But I don't foresee myself using it. I never used Google Pay. I mean, I know that people love it. I mean, my credit card info is easy enough to just enter. I don't know. PayPal, credit cards. I'm old fashioned, maybe. I've told so many people, like, your smartphone can do so much shit, right? Yeah. I probably use 1% to 2% of what this phone can do. I know. Like... Sometimes I'll open the settings and be like, what, what am I missing in here? You know, like what other, what other items am I, what, what secrets hide within my phone? Yeah. Like there's so much that it can do. Like you can use so many apps to do, like, I kind of wanted to look at, there's this one now that kind of like keeps up with your spending and you can just like click cancel Spotify and it just does it for you without you having to go to the website and do stuff. Oh man, that 
I just felt like a wave of endorphins go over me. <laughs> like, like it's this whole app designed to show what you're spending and what services you're getting. And then when you go, I don't want it, you can just say cancel and the app does it for you to budget your spending and stuff. Yeah, that, that must be nice. I Like, that sounds great. But then I'm like, then I probably got to, like, install this. Then it probably wants a security thing, and I don't want to deal with it. So I just don't have the things that need me to have security, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you know what? I'll, I'll just go with that. It's fine. But I guess if I did a thumbprint, like you, I mean, that's how I unlock my phone now. I have to swipe up. So I have the swipe one, you know? Wait, is that, what? like, it, it reads your thumbprint as you swipe it? No. Oh, you just, like, no. swipe it up and it unlocks it? Yeah, so, I mean, like, when you, like, hit the side button, it's yeah. at the lock screen, and then you just swipe it, and then it's unlocked, right? Yeah. I'm still using my thumb, so I guess technically I could reduce the motions, and yeah. instead of swiping, just touch my, my thumb to it. It's so easy. So maybe I can look into doing that. This is how people become old. They stop caring about new features of technology. We have to stay in the know. We have to put our thumbprints yeah. in things. Well, no. I've I've done the fingerprint. I've I've done the iris one, right? Yeah. And I hate it. And I'm like, it takes too long <laughs> to open the phone. I'd rather just swipe it. It's fine. I don't like the iris one because then you have to, like, mean mug your phone every time you want to open it. That's true. Like, well, so when I went to the UK, I had to have security on my phone because I had an app to track my uh, expenses through work. Yeah. And it required that you lock your phone uh-huh. in some security way, right? So I had it locked in, and it was always such a fucking hassle. It was always a problem. So I was like, you know what? As soon as I don't need it anymore, back to the no thing. Yeah. Well. But since the fingerprint's not on the back, and it's how I'm already going to hold it, if I could just touch, that might be nice. That might be nice. So maybe I'll try it. You should try it. I will report next time after a week of using my thumb if I care. Okay. Okay. So what have you been up oh, to? Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a shit. minute. Oh, my God. The biggest one. What? Do you use the 120 hertz refresh rate thing on it? I have no idea. Okay. I'll probably trim some of this, but I need you to turn this on in the features <laughs> okay. and see what you think. All right. All right. Let me unlog it with my beautiful fingerprint. Okay. Do so. you do you know what resolution your phone's in? No. Kelsey. Why, why would I know these things? Because I want you to have the best looking picture, man. Uh, okay. okay. So, so I'm in settings. Settings. Go to display. Display. Right? So under adaptive brightness, it says motion smoothness. Yes. I'm on the standard refresh, which is 60 hertz. 60 hertz. Okay. If you click that... It does a, a little preview of what it looks like between I'm the gonna two. I'm going to tell you right now, this preview is like identical to me. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. Okay. Oh, my God. No. You're going to try it, and we're going to see what you think. Okay. Is the high refresh rate grayed out? Uh, no. Okay. Click it. Okay. Click it and apply, and just kind of, like, scroll through your phone, like... Swipe up to go to the app, scroll through scroll through some pages, and see what you think. Okay, okay. Alright. Because, like, in practice, it might mean a bit more to you. I can see where this would be nice, but at the same time, like, nah. <laughs> you don't like it? No, like, I, it, it doesn't make enough of a difference to me to oh, be impactful. Man. Well, so it's, 
it's more designed for if you're going to play like games on your phone. Yeah, I can see that. Like if, if I was playing that Temple Runner or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it'd probably be great on that shit. Yeah, you know? fucking fast. All right. So go back. Uh, turn that back to the 60. Okay. Right. So first of all, the 120 hertz uses up way more battery. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, it is crazy how you much know, it drains it. I've kind of just like trained my brain to to not focus when i'm scrolling which is bad now that i'm thinking about it you know (laughs) that is bad because then you'd really notice the 120 hertz refreshness yeah my eyes just kind of like go blurry when i scroll anyway oh that's sad well anyway (laughs) so you put it back to 60 right yes okay now scroll down a little bit more before so there's blue light filter screen mode down there it says screen resolution that tells me that you were on the 1080p one. Uh, it's 2400 by 1080. Yeah. Bump that one up to 3200 by 1440. <laughs> That's so much. It so many pixels in your phone. And now, Why? if you watch YouTube, you can go to 2K and watch those in that resolution. You can't watch 4K ones, <laughs> but still looks a little better. Does it use more battery life? Not really. Because it's just, like, resolution, whereas the other one's, like, how many times this thing is actually sitting there refreshing. Will it give me better photos? Uh, probably. You, well, the photos are probably the same, but you're going to be able to see more detail in them now because the screen is <laughs> is able to show it to you. The picture's already taken in a bigger screen size than that, even. Okay. It's just you're looking at it on a 1080p screen, but now if you do the 1440, you'll go, oh. There's more whiskers in that picture than I remember. But the picture already has that data. Now you can actually just look at it. You know what I mean? I'm so confused. I'm like, okay, so there's a feature. I just opened my camera on accident because I'm a dinosaur. And it hold up, take selfies easily. Hold up your palm where the camera can see it to automatically take a selfie. Oh my God. I hate, hated that thing. I was like, I'm never going to use this. Close. Why would I ever want a picture where I'm just like, here's my hand. Hi. Well, you remember the TikToks where like the people do the hand gesture and then it takes a picture like a second later? I think it's yeah. more like that. Like you can just go like hi and then do the like pose you want and then your hand's gone. Oh, so you can like flash your hand and then put it away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's it's not saying, "Hey, let's take pictures of our palms together." <laughs> not like that. <laughs> okay. But I don't think I've ever used that cuz I don't take pictures of anything, so why would I take a picture of myself? Yeah. Yeah, that that just doesn't happen. I'm going to send you this very stupid selfie that I just took using my hand. Okay. This is what we do with our time these days. So, is that like the last big thing about your phone? I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm oh, liking man. it so far. It's a, it's a very... I'm glad. It's a good phone. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> You're so happy! <laughs> Hey, this is my hand. This is my hand. Hello. I'm using hey, technology. See, you needed this technology when we had to get our Instagram turned back on. You're remember? so right. We needed one hand in the photo. <laughs> that was a fucking bizarre request. <laughs> Show me your hands. Show me your Instagram name. Oh, man. Show me your face. Dude, I'm, I'm excited. That's so cool. I know you were so pixel for life, but I know that each phone does have a strength that other ones don't yeah this is true so and with this can't one, ever i can take a picture with my hand yeah i can't ever like shit on somebody unless they're apple <laughs> that's easy to do but 
Well, cool. I hope that you find some more about it. I'll see if I can think of any cool things that I do with it. Okay. Um, man, that was a good announcement. I like that. I'm happy you're happy. So you asked what I had going on. Not much. Not too much. I'm about to start The Last of Us, part oh. two. Um, I actually got a text from Ferdin the other day uh-huh. when he started it. And he was like, oh, I just started it. And I was like, what do you think? <laughs> and he goes, it's pretty. That's what I and hear. I like, That's the the big thing that people are I saying. Mean, is like, wow, this game's pretty. It's just, it's really, really clean. Does that make sense? Like, it just looks so clean. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's really trying to render the things that are on there. It's just like, they are there. Yeah. It's a like, very clean image. Uh, I heard one reviewer say, like, there's a scene where a character takes off their shirt and the motion is just incredibly seamless and smooth and natural. I, and I don't know if I've seen that part, but I just maybe. think that's a big achievement for video games in general because, I mean, normally if somebody were to take off their shirt in a video game, like, their head would clip through the shirt or something, you know? Probably, yeah. But this apparently Yeah, is... so I guess I guess that's what I mean. Like, you don't really see stuff like that. Yeah, there's no, like, half of a plant is coming out of a wall or something. Can I tell you one thing from... So I still haven't played any since the last time I talked to you. Okay. Oh, wait, I did. I played a little bit more. Like, okay. we got past a little bit of the big bad. Because Taylor was like, I want to see some more before I leave, right? Yeah. Can I tell you one thing that I was like, holy shit, this game is for me? Absolutely. Okay. So, at some point, Joel has taught Ellie to play the guitar. Uh-huh. Right? So she can play the guitar, and you're kind of, like, roaming around this area pretty early in the game, right? Yeah. And you're going through, like, this abandoned house, and you find a guitar laying there. And Ellie sings an acoustic version of Take On Me. Oh. And it is the greatest thing ever. I was just sitting there like, this is perfect. It's a perfect game. I could stop here. It's great. <laughs> like, the greatest song, sung in the cleanest looking game ever. Perfect. Good to go. All right. Beautiful. It was really cool. Like, I've watched that scene several times because I just like the way she does it. She does it really slow and more somber. It's not very, like, peppy. Yeah. But it's just really good. Nice. So... Pretty soon, I'm going to get back into that, and I'm going to crank it out, hopefully before the next time we record. Oh, really? Before the next... Before I the don't next know. Season? Okay. We will have to see. All right. <laughs> but other than that, that's pretty much all I got going on. I've been watching a new TV show on Netflix. Okay. It's called Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Okay. Have you heard of him? No, I have not. So he's a rapper and also an activist. Um... He's one half of the duo Run the Jewels. Do you know them? No. Well. <laughs> they're good. Well. They're good. Okay. Um, so Trigger Warning is basically, it's kind of a satire, but it's also, <laughs> he really pushes the boundaries on some shit. So um, he does different episodes on social issues and it's mostly issues that are affecting like the black community. So it's like drugs, gang, religion, poverty, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, one of my favorite episodes, it's, it's only six episodes long, so it's very short oh, and okay. easy to binge. Are they um, like an hour, 30 minutes? I think they were an hour, but I, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. okay. Um, 
but yeah, they're on Netflix. Uh, so this one's called White Gang Privilege. Okay. And it's basically, so it starts out with him talking about um, Hell's Angels, you know, which is the, the big yeah. biker gang. They have merchandise. Hell's Angels are everywhere, especially here in Texas. Um, and people see them kind of in a positive light. When you think of Hell's Angels, you think, oh, they help children and women, right? That's what I was, I mean, as soon as you said them, I was like, aren't those the guys that help out kids and stuff? Those are the good okay. guys, right? <laughs> I mean, for kids, probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't know about, like, a standard guy. They'd be like, get the hell away from me. Yeah, I I can tell you that I know zero about Hell's Angels, other than they like motorcycles, and I think they help kids. Yeah. But, um, so, Trigger, or what's his name, uh, Mike, fucking Killer Mike, Trigger Mike, yeah. Jesus, goes into, um talking about how it would be a different view if the gang was primarily black members so for example the crips and the bloods yeah um so he gets together with some crips that he knows and he helps them develop their own product that they can market like the hell's angels have you know jackets and patches and gear and stuff so he goes to the crips and he's like what do you guys want to make and they're like let's make a soda (laughs) Okay. So, so they make a soda like in their kitchen with six ingredients they just have in their cabinets. They fucking make an actual soda, and then it shows them like trying to go and sell it to different companies. And people are like, "Well, this is a gang, right? Like, we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna sell your crip soda." Um, and then eventually the Bloods also get involved and develop their own rival salt soda. So okay, it's it's a really good just look at America through the lens of black satire i think it's yeah. it's really it's hilarious and it's well done and killer mike is so funny i mean that kind of just makes me think of um i mean we know that i love him but it just reminds me of like Chappelle's show back in the day yeah i mean he would always take a spin from that from that black angle you know mm-hmm. and like go you know here it is this way but it wouldn't be the same you know exactly so I'm going to have to watch this. That sounds good. That sounds really I think you really, would love really it. Good. It's it's hilarious. I hope they get a season a two. This apparently came out back in January 2019, but I'd never even heard of it. So. Jeez. Okay. Well, I don't really watch many Netflix shows. I mean, I just watched Str- Stranger Things, which is huge. Yes. So, you know, and Love, Death, and Robots. So uh-huh. I'm kind of behind on, you know, the Netflix game there. Right. But so, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Get into it. This show really pushes the boundaries, and um, I know that in today's society, there's a lot of boundary pushing happening, and yeah. there's a lot of people that are stepping over the line, or people that have previously stepped over the line, but now we're just feeling brave enough as a society to confront them about it. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about cancel culture and how prevalent it is right now. So me and Taylor have discussed cancel culture quite a bit we are yeah. not huge fans of it. Okay. I can agree with that. But as with everything in the world, there's an extreme that you can take something to that anything can be bad. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think more often than not, cancel culture tends to go towards the extreme. I think I think that there's a way to do it that's more justified or makes more sense. Yes. But I think most times... Everything now is like, oh, I don't like that. Cancel everything. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I have a couple um, examples 
that I would like to bring up about cancel culture where it has been, I, w- I don't want to say effective. So just different ways the community has dealt with it. So we all know and love the beautiful game of squares, Minecraft, right? Most people. Yes, they do. Are you not into Minecraft? I've never played it. And I have oh my no God, dude. It. Don't you love squares? No. Ugh. I'm a triangle man. Oh, fuck your triangles. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's a, like, builder, and I'm not, I guess, that creative to build stuff like that, so I've just never played it. Okay. Well, uh, Minecraft is pretty darn popular. I think we can all agree. Um, I mean, it's huge. However, it's created by a very problematic dude by the name of Marcus Person. Most people know him as Notch. That's his uh, internet handle, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah. um, so... He made this beautiful, popular, incredible game, and yet he calls feminism a social disease, and <laughs> has okay. just like a lot of, a lot of really uh, just problematic views. You know, he uses a yeah. lot of derogatory terms toward women, and a lot of derogatory terms about the transgender community, and just you know anybody of color or anybody who's on the LGBTQ spectrum. Yeah. It's just bad. So the internet has just been like, um, you know what? Notch actually didn't make Minecraft. (laughs) So there was a meme. Um, I don't remember when it originated, but when, when Notch started to get like really terrible, everyone was just like, it's funny how Minecraft just kind of came down from the heavens one day, completely (laughs) made by God. And then it evolved into Hatsune Miku created Minecraft, which I love. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's an example, I think, of where cancel culture has been, I don't want to say successful, because I don't, like, the, the community as a whole has driven a wedge between Notch and Minecraft, and we can separate the creator from the product. Like, Minecraft, we all know and love. Notch, everybody knows and hates. Like, that's that's kind of a topic that me and Taylor have discussed as well. Yeah. What if somebody who is a horrible person creates a good product should you ban a good product just because the person that made it might be questionable you know right yeah it's hard to say it's like everything that comes out of amazon even though jeff bezos is a piece of shit you know he still gets people packages that they need or like as of right now you know we're all stuck at home yeah you can't really go get toilet paper in the store he's supplying the world with toilet paper it is a good deed it's a good service it can be argued that amazon is doing good work right now by bringing packages to people and not like perpetuating that people need to go outside but also on the other side of that terrible coin everything shitty that amazon does like not paying their people not providing appropriate like ppe for the workers actually in their factories yeah it's all just bad (laughs) so i mean we've we've kind of had that's that's kind of like a separate topic to cancel culture Uh uh-huh but you know the whole can you justify using a product no matter how well-meaning and good it is with the person behind it being so bad because effectively you're supporting that person Right, it's like enjoying you know. Kanye's music, but knowing that he's crazy, like bananas. Did you hear that he's going to run for president? I swear to God, if anybody that I know, if anybody on Earth, the whole of Earth, the entirety of Earth, if anybody writes down Kanye West for president 2020, I'm going to fucking find you. And I will <laughs> hold your head into the bathtub, just hold it down in there. 
I have no idea what's going to happen for 2020 this year. I don't even want to think about it because I feel yeah. like I'm going to throw up what I do. But I mean, that stuff's coming. <gasps> so. It's coming. Okay, so so what is really canceled with him? I don't Anything? know. I mean, it... he's still one of the richest people in the world, and people are still going out and buying his music and stuff. But he's... no, I mean, um, uh, the Minecraft guy. Oh, the Minecraft dude. Um, yeah, he has been like they scrubbed Microsoft bought Minecraft and scrubbed his name from the whole thing. Like it used to be like oh, Minecraft okay. by Notch, but now it's like no Minecraft, just Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft, <laughs> the way it is. Yeah, okay. M- Minecraft. Uh, not Minecraft, Microsoft officially was like, we don't want you anymore. It just like severed ties with him. So essentially I just bought it. Now he's just screwed out of any money for it. I mean, his net worth is 1.6 billion as of well, June, yeah. 2019. So it's not well, like he's poor or anything. Yeah. But he's not earning more from this product though. Yeah. Right. Yes. I, I, I have no idea. He, I mean, I, I would assume if they bought it, they were like, no, we're buying it out. So that you are away from it. Yeah. Now. That's my, that's my thought. Yeah. <sighs> um, and then of course there's, you know, JK Rowling who created the beloved Harry Potter, the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Bible of our generation, I yeah. guess. Um, and you know, she's kind of a piece of shit with some real turfy views on okay. women. I haven't really heard a lot of those. Oh, really? No. Um, I had kind of talked about how, we were going to talk about this tonight. Uh-huh. And so Taylor had mentioned it, but I was like, I'm not really... Th-. Like, the last thing that I really remember being a thing with her was like, hey, um, Dumbledore's gay. You know what? Everyone's gay. Who knows? <laughs> when they poop, it just, like, fades away in their wizard sleeves. We don't know. Basically. Like, that's pretty much the last thing that I remember coming out of her. Um, so she's had... Uh- such hits as people that take antidepressants are lazy. Um, okay. People that uh, she she's got a lot of really problematic views, like anti-trans rhetoric that I just don't want to get into because it makes me so mad, and I don't want to make people out listening to the podcast mad. But she's just she is of the opinion that like unless you're born with a vagina, then you cannot be a woman, and women yeah. are women, and that's it. Um, she's also into. Okay. Um, what do you call it? Like, shit, what, what the fuck is it called? Like, when you take a gay person and be like, you're not gay, you're just confused, and you need to be converted. I don't really know what you call it, but you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you call it bad. I mean... <laughs> yeah. She's she's just overall not a good person, and I think that we're getting very, very close to the, like, Hatsune Miku made Harry Potter day. Yeah. So these are almost examples of cancel culture where it's like... The person is just consistently bad. Yeah, and yet we consume their media. Well, I mean, that kind of just goes back to, I mean, if your product is is well-intentioned still, it's like, how do you differentiate it, you know? Yeah. Because, like, Harry Potter is full of such good messages, positive things, it's just the person that wrote them down doesn't believe in that. You, you know, know, going back and, like, reading some Harry Potter stuff as an adult, I'm like, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. It's all it's- right. It's because of the wonder, man. I guess. Like, I mean, it's good. The, like, wonder of it is is what's great. It's good, like, young adult novel-y kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I think that she should have written in better characters, like, your only Asian person doesn't need to be named Cho Chang. Yeah. Uh, there, she, she could have done better at a lot of turns, but, um, 
yeah, overall, I think I think cancel culture has yet to hit JK Rowling in a way that is meaningful because she can still go out on Twitter and just be like, you know, her horrible self and people are still going to buy Harry Potter day in, day out. Yeah. I mean, so that's like cancel culture where it doesn't really change anything. Yeah. But then it can get to the point where it can just like take away everything from a person. Yes. But then I think that's different because most of the time when that happens, it happens based on something somebody did in like a past life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of stuff recently where people are digging up, you know, quote unquote receipts of stuff that people did back in the early 2000s or like yeah. 2010 or so. And like, do you remember uh, James Gunn, the guy that made Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh-huh. And he got in trouble for some tweets that he did, like, 18 years prior. What? And so Disney fired him. What? You don't remember that? No. Oh, I was very mad about that. Uh, so, yeah, in 2018, so, like, two years ago, some 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 tweets were found from James Gunn, and Disney, like, just got rid of him. Instantly said, oh, yeah, you're not making Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You're, you're done. Bye. Shit. We Well, Disney is really, really hard with their image, though. Yeah. So that's not really even just like they didn't agree. It was like they protect their brand so close, they couldn't chance anything. Right. You know? Uh, I'm pretty sure they've even severed ties with Tim Allen because of stuff Ooh. that he said. Yeah, he's but a rough he, one. Yeah, but he's saying stuff like now. Yeah. I mean, I still love Tim Allen. He'll always be Tim the Toolman Taylor for me. We'll always have the, ta- the, the tool time. Yeah, because I was going to say, that's probably just another the product versus the man. Like, Yeah. Tool time is great. Like, we like can appreciate is. early episodes of Roseanne, but the current Roseanne Barr out there, did you hear that she said Donald Trump, in her opinion, is the first woman president? <laughs> what the fuck is she smoking, dude? I... Does she give an explanation for this? <laughs> no, it was like a 30 second video oh, okay. in, in which she just like, she, she opens the camera and she looks real teary eyed and she's like, you know what? People have said things and they're going to keep saying things about me and about my thoughts. But my thought is, and then like a 15 second pause. And then she says that bullshit and the video Dude. ends. And I'm like, what? just happened your rendition gave me goosebumps of fear man (laughs) that sounds horrific (laughs) to behold it was i'm gonna have to find the video and send it to you because it was just the worst so um this is like one of them so oh wow they actually have the tweets back up they they actually pulled all of these tweets so that like you couldn't even read them like on the sites that were like talking about the story Oh, wow. It was like a big deal. So, in 2009 and 2010, he had some tweets that he put out, right? Okay. And so, this is in 2018. So, they are eight to nine-year-old tweets, right? Yeah. Like, ten-year-old tweets. And so, people went and found them, reposted them today, or back then in 2018, and he got fired from his whole like job yeah but that means somebody sat there and went i'm just gonna go look i know like 10 years of tweets and find this who goes digging like that i i just don't get it it. (laughs) like why what kind of hatred fuels your body that you're like i need to go out on the internet today 
and just hunt down malicious shit in people's Twitter feeds. I don't. I think it's if you're that bored and have nothing else to do. Maybe that's what's happening. Is Corona is just making everybody so goddamn bored that they're out there hunting for anything. This is old. This is from two years ago. That's true. Yeah. You know, people have just been doing it for so long. Yeah. Man, what was the one? Uh, Kevin Hart. Uh Uh-huh. He didn't host the Oscars because he knew that if he took that job, people would try to do this to him. Yeah. Because at the time, it was like anybody that was in a good position, people would go find something to tear him down with. Nobody was allowed to be in a good position. Well, Kevin Hart had some, like, public shit that was happening to him at that time, too, right? Well, yeah. He and his wife are, like, going through it. So, I will send these to you, and you can read them to see what you thought. Okay. I mean, I've I've told people before, I read them, and I laughed. I, I actually found them funny. And to take it back to kind of what you said about uh, the show, <laughs> trigger the warning, fuck? right? Yeah. Trigger okay. warnings pushing these boundaries because you know in about 10 years someone's going to say Killer Mike said this in this boundary pushing show, right? Yeah. And it's going to haunt him later, but that's the way comedy works. Comedy is all about pushing the boundary okay. in, into a slightly uncomfortable place and going, what? What? Which one I- do you read? Okay, this one here, I just want to read this out because I don't find it offensive. It says, this hotel shower is the weakest ever. Felt like a three-year-old was peeing on my head. Yeah. Like, literally? People were so mad at him. So they basically called him a pedophile when this when this all came out. Because I mean, he had said stuff is, like this. There is a consistent theme here of, like, children in sexual situations. But most of it is clearly, like, he's joking. That's uh, the thing. To me, that's the thing. When you when you write these things, everybody takes the tone out. Yeah, like, I'm sure that I can go back in my own Twitter feed and find shit that's like, wow, what was I thinking when I wrote that? Yeah. I mean, some of these I found funny still. And I was like, okay, so what? I can't get Rocket's new movie now because of this? You know? Yeah. And it's not like he was coming out and, like doing stuff today still like these were jokes at that time because they're all centered in this one time period where like that was the material he was working on yeah and then he grew past it and is in a totally different place and mindset in his life with the way that he's presenting his comedy now right so what we have to never let a person make a questionable judgment as a human being that's imperfect Right. And force them to be perfect 24-7 all the time. Otherwise, you can't make a living anymore. Comedians especially. Comedy is in such a fragile place right now. Like, yeah, I I think specifically in America, like nothing feels funny because we're constantly living in this big (laughs) joke of a nation, you know? So people are just finding, I don't know, it's, it's easier to find ways to be annoyed than it is to just sit back and laugh sometimes you know yeah i mean Um, there is a lot of shitty stuff out there and stuff that is said in malice and that's not good but for yeah for somebody whose joke didn't land like if it was a joke that was meant in good fun like if somebody says the n-word in a joke no fuck that no you can't do that but if it's (laughs) if it's just like this how this hotel shower is weak as hell like yeah that's not that's not worth canceling i don't think 
And then I think you also have to look at it like, that was 10 years ago. What was the climate like then? Exactly. Yes. Like, what was funny then is not funny now. Like, you watch movies from the early 2000s and you're like, man, these movies are bad. But back then, they were good movies. Yeah. Uh, we were actually talking about Eurotrip the other day. Yeah, that's probably a really problematic, bad movie now. And, and I was like, yeah, I remember that being funny, but it's probably not as funny today. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But, like, times change, and now we live in a time where we literally change daily. Yeah. Like, you can't even get a meme that lasts more than 24 hours now. No. Like, we are constantly moving on to the next thing. This is funny today. Ha, I laughed. But now I want the next one, you know? Right. And so that makes it worse for comedians, because they can't even really have time to pick a thing to make fun of, because now it's outdated because they thought of it and didn't say it yet, you know? Yeah. And I think that's when you can get probably into some trouble. You have to react fast to stay relevant, and so you may not have had time to craft it the right way. Yes. And it came out not quite as polished as it could have. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring to you one that I saw the other day. I didn't even know this had happened. Okay. Uh, I was just, like, combing through YouTube, looking around at stuff, and I found out that Apparently, Jenna Marbles is canceled. Okay. <laughs> like, Jenna Marbles. She's like one of the first bastions of YouTube. Like, one of the most popular female YouTubers yeah. for certain. I remember being in high school and watching that one, like, how how to do your makeup or something. Yes. <laughs> and I watched it, like, every day. It was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing ever. She's got one song that's like, I have three looks. <laughs> have you heard that one? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my favorite. So I was watching this video. I, I kind of have this new YouTube that I really like to go to. It's called Review Tech USA. Okay. And I mean, he does like review technology things and movies and games and stuff. But he also just kind of voices opinions on things that are happening in like social media culture. Yeah. I just happened to watch this because I was like, what about Jenna Marbles? And so, in this video, he shows her video of her apologizing for some YouTube videos she put up, like, nine years ago, Damn. I think. Okay. And so, she's crying throughout the whole video. To me, this is, like, the best way you can want someone to apologize for something they've said. She straight up said, this is a thing you said you didn't like, and I will show it to you. And she would not, like hide what it was she was like here's the video and she'd show it and go that's what i did i'm owning it right yeah and i'm sorry that that made you uncomfortable upset offended whatever you have felt for it yeah then this happened and she pulls up the video like picks up her computer and plays it there and says then i did this like she completely owns everything that people were getting mad at her for Mm -hmm. and then sincerely apologizing for it and I mean that the stuff that she's apologizing for, in retrospect, yeah, it sucks. But I mean, even she says in the video here, she has made those private for a long time because she was ashamed of it. It was bad content, and she recognizes now, like after yeah. the fact, she's like, I shouldn't have done that. So she made it private. It was no longer available for viewing. So then, tell me what that means. Does that mean somebody has downloaded this video from a long time ago and it's just like remember when that happened i guess or like they say just like throwing it out of nowhere yeah i mean the internet you know nothing ever dies out there it's all it's always there 
Oh, yeah. As soon as it hits, it's in everybody's pocket. Right. But, like, she's deciding to leave YouTube because, you know, the world's, like, crashing down on her for it. That really sucks. And that, that just seems like the excessive side of cancel culture. Yeah. I mean, if if we're going to be canceling people, we got to cancel the right people. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of power to have. It's, I don't know. I think that's the problem. It's become everybody must be canceled no matter what you've done. If you've ever made a mistake, if you are a human being with flaws, you're not allowed to be something that we look at. Yeah. And I think that's another, that's another big issue. So like I see a lot of stuff, you know, there's young kids who go out and make a TikTok where like there, there was one recently, it was a girl who said the N word in a TikTok and she and her boyfriend were like, making fun of black people and it was bad and the whole internet you know came crashing down on them and was like this is their high school this is where they go like call their principal and tell them to not get them into college and shit and like yes it's horrible that she used the n-word and that should never ever happen she's got some bad ideas in her head but this is a teaching moment this is not this is not time to like ruin a child's life you don't dox a kid yeah I, i think that they America. need to understand what was wrong. Yeah, and, I think we're missing out from on that. Precisely. We're missing out on a lot of big teaching moments by, by canceling people. You know, there there should be, it should be a bigger conversation now. It's like America is going through therapy together. <laughs> and yeah. we need to, you know, if there's, if there's bad shit in there, dig it up, get it out. But don't ignore it and don't just say like, that was bad, you're over. Like, basically, that's what it is. It's just sweeping everything under the rug. You know what? We don't like what happened. Sweep it under. It's just gone, and we're not going to worry about it now. And a lot of it feels performative, too. Like, if if you defend Jenna Marbles in this case, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like <laughs> there should be more uh, learning coming from this and less fast reaction i think it kind of coincides with what i'd said previously on like the black lives matter and like the cop stuff you know Uh uh-huh there's almost no middle ground yeah it's 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 one side or the other yeah and there's a lot that we can learn from everything that's happening right now absolutely like we're definitely seeing that you know cops are doing these bad things and we need to learn and figure out how to end that right we yeah. can't just say no more of that you know absolutely that's just that's just throwing it out with nothing in the place you know to like take it up yeah like how are we ever going to learn if we just keep burying these people yeah we have to hold that accountable and say how can we make this better not say you know what we're done with it throw it yeah. away cancel culture is i think what you said very reactive yeah. It's a very fast, quick reaction. Ooh, I didn't like that. Done with it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I kind of like things that I don't like because it can push me to think about something in a different way. You know? That's an interesting I mean, viewpoint. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I watch a lot of movies that are that like most people would find uncomfortable. Yeah. It's still a real thing, and I have to know that. I mean, there are people that probably won't watch the news now because they just don't want to know about the Black Lives Matter. They don't want to know about what's happening. Right. They're burying that. 
but you have to be able to look at it. It's real life. It's happening. It's out there. Yeah. You know? Like, I like to push myself to see something or experience something uncomfortable because it's it does exist. I have to know that that's out there affecting another person or another race of people, you know? I have to know that that exists. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I can't just throw it away because I mildly don't like it now, you know? Yes. But then, you know, you're saying, like, some of the stuff with, like, J.K. Rowling or the Minecraft guy, right? Uh-huh. It's like they're kind of, like, attacking people, though, and that's different. That is different, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean... Because then because then it's consistent. They're constantly throwing out a barrage, you know? And they have such a platform, too. That's the thing. It's like, children listen to J.K. Rowling because she, you know, has such a big authorship or whatever yeah. of, of books, but... um. And people would listen to Notch, too, because, I mean, children especially love Minecraft. And who better than the guy who created the best game ever, right? Exactly. So if kids go up on Twitter and find, you know, their brand new favorite word, the C word, Notch Cullen, every single woman he meets one of those, that's just not good for society. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of how I feel. I don't know how we can talk about this for as long as we did and not bring up PewDiePie. Oh, Jesus. PewDiePie, to me, is one of the most influential YouTubers that there is. He's, he's like, literally the top YouTuber, right? Like, he, he's got the yeah. most subscribers. Everybody knows him. I know so many people that watch him, right? And he's fucking horrible. Yeah, I actually remember asking a co-worker once before. I was like, you know, what do your kids do? And he was like, well, you know, sometimes they just get on the iPad and they go watch YouTube or whatever. And I was like, do you know what they watch? He's like, well, I kind of look, but most of the time it's like, let's play stuff like guys playing games. Yeah. And I'm like, are they watching PewDiePie? Because, you know, he says these words, right? Yeah. You know, like, I think somewhere in the line, you know, we just kind of let technology raise kids at the same time. Yeah. And we don't know what's out there. And some of these people get through, and those are people that have that influence, have that persuasion. And you should kind of monitor that and make sure it's good, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, J.K. Rowling made what is easily one of the most recognizable brands on the face of the planet. Yeah, nobody doesn't know Harry Potter. Exactly. So hopefully she would have a, a good message to spread about the world as well. Yeah. But it sounds like she doesn't. So nope. <laughs> that kind of warrants like, hey, maybe you should just stick to spitting out the good Harry Potter messages and not these. Yeah. You know? But, like, Jenna Marbles, do you think in her videos she was trying to put a negative influence out in the world? No, I don't think so. I mean, Jenna Marbles does nothing but, like, radiate light and positivity for the most part. I know. Like, she has a lot of, you know, slut-shamey stuff, but it's all in jest. And I thought, like, I don't know, as as a woman watching those videos, I never felt (laughs) slut-shamed. I mean, I know that we are... We are in a very offended culture. Yeah. Almost like the uncanny... Va- there's there's not much that makes me feel offended. <laughs> because your opinion is your opinion. Yeah. Your opinion won't change what I think or feel. So if you say something that I don't like, well, good for you, you know? Yeah, but, but we're, we, we're grown adults and we can make those those formulated opinions. Whereas... Well, most of the people that get mad at these are the are grown adults yeah it's true yeah but i'm i don't know yeah i worry for the children (laughs) 
I mean, I kind of do too. I listen to like some of the songs on the radio sometimes. Yeah. I don't really listen to the radio too much. Me either. And I'm like, if I were a kid, would I know what this song was really telling me? Because this know. is like a wild song. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I won't let my kids listen to music when I'm older. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds dumb. But like, this it is... is hard to know everything that is going to influence like a young mind, you know? Yeah. We just got to make sure it's the good shit. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy all day long. Like love, death, and robots. Ooh. Speaking of this good, good show, we got an email from our best friend, Ismail. Email. Email. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so Ismail says, hello, Yamtope. So I did as you asked. I waited for the episode to come out. I wanted <laughs> to see which episode was the one you both disliked. And I can agree with y'all. Overall, yes. I liked <laughs> the whole show. So... The context for this, I posted on Instagram that we were going to be reviewing uh, Love, Death, and Robots, and that he he posted a few of his favorites, and I was like, ah, we both hated one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, let me read on here. Uh, so he says, overall, I like the whole show. The ones I posted on Instagram are just my personal favorites. I personally rank the episodes mostly on the level of animation and not so much on the stories. Interesting take. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, he says, even though I did like them all, I feel like a select few I would love to see as their own series. Also, the type of genre plays a part for me. I like action from there it goes down, sci-fi, thriller, comedy, romance, kids, etc. So I'll give you my top to the least I liked. Okay, so before we read his list of ranked best to worst. Yes. That's interesting because one of the ones I hated the most, I actually liked the art more than most of them. The fish one? No, I didn't like, no. Uh, Zima Blue. Yeah. I loved the art style for that one. I just yeah. hated the story. It was a really cool art style. It looked, it reminded me a lot of um, the Powerpuff Girls, but like grown up. Yeah. So that's an interesting way because I could, I, my, my list story-wise versus animation-wise would almost look entirely different then. Yeah, I agree. So that's really cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, I also, I also really like the fact that he considered some of these like going into their own series i would love to see a sunny's edge series i mean that's the i mean that was my favorite one so yeah that of would course be, that would be fucking I would cool be all about that and i would also watch a when the yogurt took over series <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> i know you would okay so for those of you who know the episodes names by heart i don't know if you do or not but here's ismail's list uh, first, Beyond the Aquila Rift, followed by The Secret War, which is the one that you and I did not like. But he said that it was based on animation, and we both praised how great it looked. We did, yeah. We said it looked phenomenal, just hated it, everything else about it. Yep. So, it's not saying that he likes that episode, he just likes the way it looks. It's true. Okay. So that's okay. That's okay. So he goes on. Shapeshifters, Three Robots. Yes. I love Three Robots. Uh, Sunny's Edge, Lucky 13, Helping Hand, Good Hunting, Blind Spot Suits, The Witness, Ice Age, which, as we discussed on the show, is not animated. That's true. But. It is not, but. The stuff in the fridge is animated, I guess. Yeah. Unless yeah. they did find that really tiny mammoth. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, followed by Zima Blue, Fish Knight, When the Yogurt, when the yogurt Took Over, Sucker of Souls, The Dump, and Alternate Histories. It says that he mostly ranked it on the level of animation. Yes. 
And I'm a little upset that alternate histories is like the worst of the worst for him. That was I so... loved the way that one looked. Oh my god, it was so good. I, I loved like the really the animated ones in this, you know, alternate histories and when the yogurt took yeah. over. Those are my two like tops of the animation because they're so so unique. I do agree. Uh Sucker of Souls and the Dump. Those are almost on the bottom for me for just both categories. I just they were just okay. Yeah, the dump was a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, there was a cute dog in it. That was the part I liked. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. So Ismail had a dream based on uh, one of the episodes. So it's from his number one rated one, Beyond the Achille Rift, which is that horrible, like, alien monster. So I'm kind of terrified of what his dream could be. Oh, man, I'm ready. Oh, my God. Okay, so he starts it. I didn't get, quote unquote, lucky like the captain in that episode. Is that a good or a bad thing? Well, I mean, technically, he got lucky just in his mind. I guess. So, I'd say it's a bad thing. Okay. Because I don't think he was really touching the spider monster thing. I fucking hope not. Um, So he says, in my dream, I woke up and went to the bathroom, and the alien thing was standing in the hallway. That sounds like Mm. a nightmare. Gross. I scream and wake up, and it's morning. I go to the kitchen and see that my parents are both the same type of alien in the episode. Oh, God. <laughs> they ask if I'm hungry. So I sit down, grab a piece of toast as my quote unquote mother caresses my face. I just stare with fear, trying not to squirm. And then I really wake up. That, that makes me so happy. Thank you for that writing is this. <laughs> horrifying. That thing really freaked me out. It really freaked me out, too. Like full body chills. Oh, my God. I could not imagine two of them just chilling in the living room. Are you hungry? It's like, not really. (laughs) No, I'm going to go. So he ends the It would have been worse. It would have been worse if he, like, went to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and he was also one. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. You're going to have nightmares. I probably am now. I just screwed up my whole evening. Okay. So at, at the end of the email, he recommends a show... That gives the same type of vibe. It's called the Curlian Frequency. That's K-I-R-L-I-A-N. The series revolves around a radio that broadcasts only at night in a small town deep inside Buenos Aires province where all kinds of macabre and supernatural events occur. That sounds like um, that podcast, Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. Which I have not listened to, but I hear good things. Yeah, it looks really good, though. Yeah, I like I the do like that, looking. That, uh, yeah, that art style is cool. Yeah, I'll oh, check it out. It's only five shows, so that's not oh, too shit. much. Hmm. Okay, I'll have to check this out. That looks awesome. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for the email, Ismail. Yes, thank you. I will agree with his number one, but I'm going to say because of both animation and story. That one was just kind of like the perfect storm. Yeah, it was. That one was really good. Are you ready to not be a spider monster? Yes, please. <laughs> hey, guys. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly every Monday. And if you have a second, you like what we do here, please go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. That really helps us out in the ratings, gets us noticed, and helps us be able to create some bigger and better content for you in the future. Hell yeah. You can also find us and friend us on any social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Twitch. We just had a Twitch stream last weekend that some of you joined and we were so happy to see your shining faces. Oh, yeah. 
if you have a friend who's into horror or video games or both, or just somebody you want to introduce to the podcast, maybe you can show us, show them that Twitch stream as it goes up on YouTube. It's up there now. Go check it out. Uh, while you're at it, you can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. We just had a really good one. Send us. We've had two good ones lately. We have. Um, send us your thoughts on The Last of Us 2, please. Send me particularly your thoughts on The Last of Us 2, because I want to be able to read some opinions out when Robert is giving his review. So I would oh, well, love so to do some comparing and contrasting. I can say that. So I told you that Ferdinand started it and he said it was really clean. Uh-huh. He also texted me like maybe two days later and he was like, I finished it. <laughs> I don't know why, but when I read the way he said it, it was like, I finished it. Like it just like beat him up. <laughs> so I know Ferdin's completed it, so he can write in and tell you what he thought. Okay, awesome. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube, either before you check out our Twitch stream on YouTube or after you check out our Twitch on YouTube. Or before Whatever. and after, and then do it both again, like a big sandwich that never ends. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Am I a creepy spider monster? I'm a professional at professing God. my confessions. We have said professional too much. It does not sound like a word anymore. <laughs> have you, like, how many times have you done that? Where you've just said a word and it's just ruined? I I like to do that. Just take a word and run it right into the ground. Just to fuck up your brain? Yeah. <laughs>